Hello, all you conspiracy theorists out there, UFO chasers and whatnots. <laughs> this is Benjamin Dutill, your hearty host of horror of the Horror Heathen YouTube channel and the South Jersey Horror Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Alicia Seaton. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. I am so <laughs> I'm crazy. Alicia Seaton. There we go. Ta-da! Surprise. Woo! Okay. Who you all know as, oh, God, what's your name again? Um, Cindy Strasinski, I think of her name, in The Fourth Kind. Just finished watching the movie, and I'm thinking, holy shit, this movie's intense. So <laughs> it's a really great 14 movie. 14 years ago yesterday. It's still yes, holding up. <laughs> it is. Um, I saw it in the theater um, when it first came out, and I walked out thinking to myself, what the hell did I just watch? Because I love <laughs> I love movies based on true events or on true stories. I, I love them. Because you're thinking that, that that stuff actually happened or did it. So you're trying to wrap around your head like, do I believe it or do I not believe it? I mean, what do I do? And so <clears throat> anyway, quick bio on you. A very impressive resume. Um, From what I gathered from your website, um, you were born in Santa Barbara, California. Acting since the age of seven years old, you were yeah. in the Los Angeles County High School of Arts in your junior year of high school. Received a Bachelor of Arts in Theater from the University of Southern California. You moved to England for further training and received a diploma in theater from the University of Kent in Canterbury. Is that England? Because that's awesome. Yes, Canterbury, yeah. England. I want to go it there was, so bad. Oh, it was it was amazing. I, I showed up mm. and I'm in school with all these British actors and I was so far behind in my training. I started reading my theater textbook on my own because I just felt like I had to catch up to all these other people, like their knowledge about playwrights and uh, yeah, playwrights, plays. I, I felt really far behind. So I was the American trying to catch up. So, but it was a great experience. I loved it. I bet, I bet. And so this next part really intrigued me. You've been working steadily in the indie film world with over 100 credits to your resume and maybe going on to distribution and the film festival circuit. That's that's really good. Over 100 credits on your on your pages. Very impressive. I um, I had a friend. Um, I don't think they're all on IMDb because there's a lot of films that just IMDb is not the end all be all, as we all know, but. Um, by the way, if you're hearing scrabbling noises, that's my little black cat in the background. I okay. Ignore her. <laughs> and um, but yeah, no, I had a friend who one day was like, Alicia, do you realize you've worked on over a hundred projects? And I said, I, really? Are you sure? He's like, Yeah, I counted it. It's ridiculous. I was like, Ah, oh, yeah. Well, I said yes to everything <laughs> for a really long time. So yeah, IMDb is about as credible as Wikipedia. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's very uh, yeah. A lot of actors kind of hate IMDb. There's a lot of. I mean, I have credits on there for films that I've never ever shot that uh, you know somebody talked to me about hey you want to be a part of this and I was like yeah it sounds great and then it shows up on IMDb and it's never actually we never actually did anything the closest I came to being in it was reading the script or so you were yeah, not the first would, person to tell me that <laughs> no oh yeah yeah unfortunately <laughs> so, so I did I, I did an interview with Alan Danziger he was um Jerry in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974 Oh, how and, cool. Yeah. And I was reading his um his credits and I mentioned the movie and he was like, wait a minute. I didn't know about that project. I was like, well, it's on your credit, dude. It's there. <laughs> I mean, 
He's like, that's news to me. I, I actually had, this is totally off topic, but it's a little terrible. Um, I got briefly worked on what was a pilot, I thought. And then it turns out later, the director was a complete con artist. Like oh, wow. he had a tra- a friend of mine figured it out and started sending me newspaper clippings from across the United States. He like started in Florida, scamming churches out of money and oh, wow. ended up in Los Angeles telling everyone he was making a pilot for Netflix. Um, but he had this massive resume on IMDb as a casting director. And another friend of mine said, wait, I've, I've worked with these casting directors before. I want, I'm going to call them up, called them up. They'd never heard of him. All his credits disappeared overnight, luckily when IMDb. Yeah. So it's useful. It's fun, but it's definitely not the end all. Yeah, take caught, take everything with a grain of salt. You get caught, it'll come back and bite you in the ass. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to continue with your your incredible bio, um, some feature films include The Echo Game, named number three of the top ten films of 2009 on Horror.com's list. That's awesome. Um, a darker reality starring Daniel Baldwin, the fourth kind, yay, starring Mia Yovich. <laughs> Released theatrically by Universal Studios, Evidence starring Stephen Moyer and Rada Mitchell and Tierra de Sangre. I don't know if I pronounced that right or not. I'm horrible at pronouncing stuff. <laughs> which was shot in location in Chile. Um, TV credits include Legends, Teen Wolf, Criminal Minds, and 911. You have five movies in pre-production as far as I, I see it. Is this correct on IMDb? There's five. Oh, okay. yes. IMDb. Uh, well, let's say we, we hope that all of all five of them will go, <laughs> but whether or not they will remains to be seen. We'll see. And two that you're currently filming, Departer and Merrily, is that correct? Um, oh, I've shot on both of those, um, and I'm still waiting to see if they ever finish the film. So they're sort of in post-production hell. Oh, wow. The seventh yeah. circle of hell. <laughs> it is. Uh, the number of films, I could tell you that I have done that I was so excited to see and they just they just die they just die in post-production and I never even get a chance I mean nothing else just pure curiosity I want to see what it looked like like how did it come together (laughs) and yeah so yeah no nothing right now is um well, if your listeners don't know, it's, it's, what is it right now? We're October. Oh, we're just past Friday the 13th. It's October 14th, 2023. And currently SAG-AFTRA is in the middle of a strike. Yes. So we're, yeah, the Writers Guild um, made an agreement, which is fantastic. And so now the actors are, the problem is, is we're coming up against the fact that there's a whole new universe of the way we watch movies and the studios are still working off a very old, you know, yeah. television cable. I have a so. lot of actors lined up for the show, but we're just waiting for that strike to get over with. Yes. Yeah. I have like 30 just waiting to come on my show. And <laughs> they can't talk. I'm like, we can talk about baseball. I'm going to do that. You know what? <laughs> Benjamin, you totally just, I just realized you're right. I'm not really supposed to talk about the fourth guy. Oh, so we can um, right now or continue. Just, I mean, can you just I'm... hold on, just hold on to this until after the strike, when the strike is agreed, then, then. Well, we'll I had, um, who is it? I have uh, Michael Levy on my show in a couple of weeks. 
Oh, he, good. Okay. He, but he's he's part of the, he's part of the side, but he doesn't mind talking about stream. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, this is what it is. I, yeah. I've, this is all I wanted to do since I was seven. And yeah. I just, I love being on set. I love making movies with people. But um, if you're okay with it, I can publish it. Um, I can do it tomorrow instead of today. I mean, if, if you want to contact your publicist first, let me know or whoever. Let me, let me, yeah, let me um, just email my manager. We can just cut this whole bit out and just say, um, I mean, it's the film was so long ago. Part of me is like, is this problematic? But God, I didn't even think about it till you said it. Um, let me check. Let me check with my manager. Let's save it and see if we have, if we can't publish it till after the um, strike is over or not. I just don't want to get in any trouble with them. I mean, I've already talked to actors about other stuff recently and they had no problems with it. So, um, okay. Yeah. He, my manager may say it's not a big deal. So, so anyway, back to this. <laughs> yes. Back to this. Did you, know you, did you know you won an award? Did, are you, are you familiar with that? Is that no? Oh, yes. For Q Jane. Yes. Um, the 2018 independent shorts award for the platinum for best actress. Yeah, I was, it, I loved that short and um, I'm so proud. In fact, I, the film festival invited me back this year um, to present the best drama short. And so they brought me up as their best actress winner, which I have to say was such an honor. It was so cool to get to, open an envelope and then kind of read somebody's name out and make their day the same way it made my day when I heard my name get called. You just have that moment of, yeah, you know, knowing that your work was appreciated. It's really exciting. Well, congratulations. That's, that's a huge achievement to win an award for anything at all in this day and age. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we're here today to talk about the fourth kind. Um, yes. The synopsis from IMDb um, is a thriller <laughs> involving an ongoing unsolved mystery in Alaska where one mm -hmm. town has seen an extraordinary number of unexplained disappearances during the past 40 years and there are accusations of a federal cover-up. Dun, dun, dun. So it's it's a fantastic <laughs> movie. It's like I said, it's still one of my favorites. And it's like before I, I went out shopping this morning, I was like, when I get back, I have to watch it again just because. It said it was wonderfully directed acting for everyone was phenomenal you did a great job in the movie um, thank you your scene i think your scene was the most intense intense scene throughout the entire movie next to um you uh, what's her name mila jovovich so mila jovovich yeah, yeah. Jovovich, i'm sorry me i'm so sorry i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm butchering <laughs> your last name i'm so sorry forgive me she would give you a really hard time she was lovely to work with she's She's a complete professional, but then she'll also turn around and just be sort of a goofball on set, which I think is a really wonderful combination. It is. It's great. Um, my last name is Butcher all the time, so I'm used <laughs> to it. I get Dootil, Duddle, Doodle, and sometimes I get an H in my last name. Like, Who puts an H in my last name? If it wasn't there, <laughs> don't put it there. So it's, it's sometimes it's, it's, I'm like, whatever, just move on with it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I sometimes say my last name. Oh, yeah, my name's Alicia Seaton. People hear Satan. It's like not Satan, Seaton, Seaton. Not, not <laughs> it's like close. seat no. on. <laughs> not even close. The, no, no, I don't see it. Yeah. 
So your role as Cindy Strasinski, what made you audition for that role? Um, well, I actually had worked with a director before. I met him when he was a film student at Chapman University in Orange. Um, and we did a cool little short called Malachi about um, a cult, essentially. And okay. I was one of the cult members. And Tunde and I just got along really well. And I wanted to work with him again. I cut, you know, I, and he was just such a professional and we worked together on another little short. And then he wrote this feature that he'd written one of the roles for me. And I, it was about a bunch of cavers who go exploring sort of similar to the descent really. And, you know, obviously something is horrible down underneath and we'd meet, we'd talk about the script. And um, I remember at one point I was asking him that I didn't understand the motivation behind one of my character's actions at one point. And he was really, he told me later, he's like, yeah, I actually, I, it made so much sense. I changed what happened because you're right. The, the motivation, the logic, emotional logic didn't follow. But then... Um, when it came time to actually, it was his first full length feature. You know, it's a huge milestone for a director. Um, his producer at the time started telling him that he didn't want me in the role because he wanted a name. And I was heartbroken. <laughs> I, will, I will admit to crying in my bed, but um, I knew that Tunde was between this really, this rock and this hard place. like make yeah. your first feature, keep your friend in it. And I, I think he absolutely made the right decision if that was the way he had, if that's what he had to do. Um, and time went on, he made that movie. I think Sony distributed it straight to video, I think, but um, he wrote this feature and he called me up and he said, I want you to put yourself on tape for this character, this character, and this character. And this was before we did self-tapes were very common. You know, I shot it on a mini DV camera and sent off my stuff to him. And he, call, he called me up and said, they're going to offer you this role. It was like that quick, that easy. So he, I think, always hated that I got kicked off the other film and wanted to bring me back. So in the long run, I ended up working on this much bigger feature with starring, you know, a major actress and a wonderful supporting cast and getting, I've, we've shot in Bulgaria. So I got to go to Bulgaria, which was really exciting. And um, so that's how it worked out that I ended up in the movie it was just, you know, somebody remembered me from working in the trenches together on the small projects and wanted me there. So he's was he's my knight in shining armor who, you know, remembered me <laughs> down the road. And and that's how I got to be Cindy. I think I also read for the role of the secretary. Okay. And um if I remember correctly, but I, I like that I ended up with Cindy. I think it fit me playing, you know, Enzo's wife and well, you, was, de you did. You definitely nailed the job. You got it. So you nailed the, the role. 
Thank you. Which, which you already answered one of my questions down the line. It's like, was this movie really filmed in Alaska? But apparently it wasn't. No, no. They did they did a few um, exteriors there. Okay. But when it, even as, you know, the budget that this movie had, I mean, certainly one of the largest that I've worked on, but it's still shooting in America as opposed to overseas. You can go, your money goes a lot further. Um, So yeah, I know we shot at a studio in Bulgaria and the four scenes were there as well. Um, Yeah. All of it was there essentially. So (laughs) the citizens of Nome, Alaska were not tormented by us descending (laughs) on their town. (laughs) Like, Oh, now they're bringing aliens with them. Thanks a lot guys. So. <laughs> but um, I, I found it kind of ironic while watching on um, the fourth kind how Mia is is flying an airplane over to Dome, Alaska, but she's also flying a plane in Resident Evil over Alaska. So I'm like, oh really? I was like, wait a minute, is this like no? Can't be. <laughs> <laughs> I I was a huge Resident Evil fan, so I was pretty stoked to meet to get to work with her. Um. I love a good female action hero. I yeah, just... she she's she's top notch. I love I love her in the Resident Evil movies. Um, yeah, but we're not here yeah. to talk about that. We're talking about, talk about you. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> so can you describe in your own words um, what the message the directors and producers were trying to convey to the audience while filming this movie? Well, um, I can tell you what they conveyed to us when I mean when we arrived when we got to um set um in our um tune had created a binder for everyone that included transcripts from actual phone calls stuff that has been made by real people he had an audio burn cds back in the day um a cd that had been burned with different audio tracks um So he had all this research done for all the actors to listen to. And so I think he wanted to put all of us in the mindset that there is certainly um, more in heaven and earth than that are jumped up in our philosophy to quote Horatio. So um, I think he wanted us to just explore the possibilities of what we haven't considered and mm-hmm. and so by giving us all these tapes of real people and you could hear their panic and their fear and their sense of just complete confusion um it was a great place to put us in the mindset of telling this story that's a good strategy i mean it, it obviously yeah. obviously it worked just very well <laughs> Oh, gosh, I had a friend. So when it came out in the theater, I, you know, you want to celebrate. So I invited a huge group of friends. And I had this one friend sitting behind me as we're watching. It's interesting because some people watch this movie and they're like, eh, meh. And, you know, it doesn't scare them. And then other people who are the opposite end of the spectrum who tell me it's one of the most frightening films they've ever seen. And... I, which I think is so interesting about humans in general, how we each have that thing that gets under our skin and yeah. it's completely different. So I just had a friend lean forward and, well, let's just say it was an expletive you for taking me to this movie. <laughs> I was 
I don't like you anymore. (laughs) So. Um, The general consensus is that a lot of um, exposes to terrifying revelations of multiple witnesses to the accounts being visited by alien figures and to share disturbingly identical details. Um, the validity of which investigated throughout the film. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I, I don't know. I, I do think people are, I think, I think we're open to suggestion. I think we get things planted in our head and then we'll see it. You know, the, the whole thing where you you prove yourself correct because that's what you're looking for. But I also believe that it is, I am definitely not a believer in saying that I know what the truth is because I think that's a dangerous road to insist that I am right and you are wrong on on a lot of things really i i think i'm just i i don't know i know that it's true for you and um what actually happened to this person that experienced something that may be supernatural or otherworldly that i'm i i'm certainly don't think i'm I should be the one to say it really did happen or really didn't happen like right. it's just for me that's like it, it's the the world is a strange and interesting place and i don't want to um i don't want to deny it that <laughs> fact versus fiction i love it so yeah no i mean i i would love something supernatural to happen to me at least i say that and then watch something does and it'll scare the pants off of me and i'll be weeping into my pillow again but i i want magic to happen to me some sort of strange supernatural magic because i that yeah i love i love that the world is so mysterious really exactly i feel the same way like a couple months ago i wanted to stop my own paranormal like research team of like ghost hunting and like that's a really expensive hobby i don't know if i could ever do that or yeah (laughs) yeah you need you need the backing of like a reality tv (laughs) show production to give you the equipment and then have you be the brave one to go spend the night in some really creepy place so what i do now i I, I visit movie film locations that's what i do as a side i i worked on a another horror feature that once never got never saw the light of day all there is is a trailer online for it um it's called abundant sunshine and it was based on it was a really clever concept it was before we actually would have beaten beat paranormal activity if we'd gotten it out on time but it was all supposed to be tapes of the i think it was called the a b key K killer I can't remember he was a he was a serial killer recorded his victims but um so the whole thing was shot as if it was found footage um starting with like stuff from like old 80s VHS tapes and then it's slowly getting it was really clever and um but we shot in this old mental institution and I had multiple people on the crew tell me that when they were there alone creepy stuff would happen to them where um, something would work and then it wouldn't work, wouldn't work. And then lights would go off. And I kept waiting for that to happen to me when I was on set, but I think there were too many people around or I don't know. 
Because just, I want the ghosts to come, they never show up. Just start antagonizing. Come on, come get me. You can do it. <laughs> no, come on. I'm right here. I really believe you. Come get me. I just got my um my warning of 10 minutes left, so I'm gonna start wrapping this up. Um oh, okay, yes. Uh, I'm gonna skip the next question because it's quite obvious. Um, um the scene where you watch your your on-screen husband, Enzo Enzo Salenti. While under hypnosis, was that a very difficult scene for you to do with the scary as hell? I'm just. Mm, it's disappointing to say, but no. Not oh, God. He had. That seems good to shoot me. <laughs> all over his face for the green screen. Yeah. And it's it's very hard to take somebody seriously with little tiny. <laughs> little tiny dots all over their face plus you know we were like whenever it's they yell cut we're joking around and Enzo is fantastic I loved working with him I've seen him since on like Guardians of the Galaxy and I was just like oh my husband is doing well um and he was yeah I know he was just a um funny fun guy and I already told you Mila's a good yeah. But then the minute it was like we're about to go, everyone just goes there. And I think that's a I'm a big fan of that sort of set, you know, where we can let go when yeah. we're off camera and then but professional enough that when it's time to get go there, we all just focus and you know, lights, camera, action sort of thing. Yes. So stress relievers, gotta do it. Yeah, no, I mean that is not always true. I've definitely done scenes that um, are emotionally really difficult to get through. And when it's done well, um, there's definitely a sense of satisfaction that I gave. Because I feel like my job is to be, um, to give my characters truth. Like it's my responsibility to show their truth. But when a character is going through something horrible, it's, it's not a lot of fun per se as an actor to be in that mental headspace that is so frightening or desperate or, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, so. absolutely. Okay. So next question, the answer is going to be kind of brief. I absolutely love how the director had the side-by-side reel during the movie because he had the actual yes. footage and like the film footage. Yes. He did Great. such a good job. That was fantastic. And that's when I was like, holy shit, this, this actually happened. So what are your thoughts on how the director put how how they added that into the movie? What do you think? What what was your goal? I, they he never showed us that footage before we shot it, but I think he planned it accordingly. Like he made he would look at the um the footage and then he would have it dressed like that and he would make sure the angles could match up so he could put them side by side but that was all his planning ahead of time like when we walked in he knew where he knew where we he wanted us he knew what everything was supposed to look like because i think he was going off of that that footage the black and white footage yeah it was great watching that i was like jesus christ but anyway Still one of my favorite movies to watch. I'm probably going to watch it again just for the hell of it because <laughs> I have a friend that comes over and she she's not into horror movies as much as I am. So I don't think she's seen the fourth kind yet. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to slowly integrate it into her life. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful. I have a, a friend who, when I posted that, you and I were going to do this together. He mm-hmm. said, my wife still hasn't forgiven me for showing me showing her the fourth 
Anyway, it's it's still one of the most intense movies. I love it, and uh, God damn it, the acting is is perfect. I mean, you and Mia, um, the other I can't think of all their names, but it was it was a really good movie. Still is a really good movie. It's still in my top twenty five of all fucking time. I mean, it's it's up there. I mean, there's no way you could beat that type of acting when it comes to movies based on true stories or inspired by true events. So. It, it's it's up there I mean, it's 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 you guys raised the bar so thank and you it, oh it's, and it's i know my great. fellow actors would say the same thing i mean it's you have no idea how good it feels to hear that because that's that's what we want we want our yeah. audience to feel it we want to bring you with us on this ride and have everyone go on this story you know well i absolutely love the movie it's like everybody did fantastic it's like it i haven't seen any alien sci-fi throw movies that are up there with the fourth kind yet so i'm still waiting to this day to see yeah. something like that so and i'm a very hard critiquer so people are like jesus christ ben could you calm down <laughs> a little bit and stop being such a hard ass like no i'm very i'm a hard that's your job that yeah. is that is what you do you're a, you're a critic you're a cultural you're part of the that's your job is looking at the cultural yeah. zeitgeist and press, but the fourth kind really impressed me so Thank you. It. Anyway, got to end this. It's been fun. It's been real. I absolutely love talking to you. Ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful, the beautiful, the talented Alicia Seaton. Thank you so much for joining me today. And Thank you never, so much. I wish you nothing but the best in the rest of your career. And keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I love you. And thank you so much. And have a wonderful weekend. You too. Thank you so much. I, I know we'll be in touch. So Absolutely. Have a great right. rest of your week. Right. You too. Bye. Weekend. Yay. Weekend. <laughs>